everyone. Welcome back to Fill Your Soul. My name is Paige. I'm Shan. And Kira is not able to make it today, but we are super excited to have another guest. This is Lizzie. We're super excited to welcome her on. So we actually met Lizzie in Oahu when we were in Hawaii. Um, we met her our first month there. Uh, so it really wraps in nice to our last episode on Hawaii and all of our tips and tricks. Uh, I'm really excited to have her on today. Uh, she actually, we met her at the farmer's market and she had her business Coco Nana's, uh, which she can explain all about, uh, but she moved from Florida to Hawaii on like a one-way ticket uh, and really made uh, her dreams happen there and got into her passions of mental health and wellness overall, as well as like spiritual health. So Really excited, Lizzie, to have you on today. And if you want to just give an intro of yourself and how we met. Hello. Yes, I'm so excited. Happy to reconnect with you guys. Um, yeah, like you said, we met at the farmer's market and that was like the first, like one of our first markets, um, really small one. We're still learning a lot, um, but yeah, I know that's a great place to meet people, like you said in the last episode, too. I loved meeting people there. Um, but yeah, how we started that business was just, there's really like a lot of farmer's markets and like food trucks in Hawaii because it's like an easy um, business to just start up rather than having to rent a shop or something. So there's so many opportunities around the island for it. And we know acai bowls were so popular. Um, we love making ice cream. I don't know. Have you guys made like regular banana and ice cream before? Yeah, so good. But nothing compares to yours, I will say. <laughs> yeah. 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 I <laughs> Taking that idea of like nice cream and then making it more like real ice cream that you could scoop again the next day um and every single weekend when we do a market I'm still like wow we made this like this is amazing <laughs> so that feels really good but there's also a lot of challenges that come with running a farmer's market business and making a living in Hawaii but I think the coolest part and the part that like resonated the most I remember when we met you guys was that you like didn't have a plan when you first met went from Florida to Hawaii and you knew Hawaii like interested both of you to move there uh so I would say like what made you guys like start Coco Nana's like how did it come to be as opposed to like other job opportunities when you guys moved there originally yeah I definitely have an entrepreneurial mindset and heart and like I just will not settle for anything less than amazing and like freedom and really like I want to reach my greatest potential in life and I just want to explore everything possible and I feel like settling down with a desk job per se would limit me from reaching that potential so I'm like all right we gotta we gotta figure out a different path um and yeah like I said it was just like an easy low overhead like you just kind of create something and show up and hope people will enjoy it um yeah 
Yeah, definitely. I think that's so cool that you guys just started. It's kind of like, this is the time to like, try it out and test it and trial and error. Um, what, what would you say like, the hardest part was, or like getting people to come to your farmer's market? Like when I go to the farmer's market there, it's like overwhelming with all of the treats and snacks and booths. Like, <laughs> did you guys find that it took you a while to like bring people in? Yeah, it was signage definitely helps. Like when you have like actual pictures, cause the first like few months we didn't have like pictures of what we were selling. And since it's like different than an acai bowl and it's not just like a scoop of ice cream it's like a combination thing it was really hard to explain to people what it was um but yeah I feel like once because we are also unique it's something that people want to try so it's not just a regular treat that they've seen before and then once they have it and if they're local they're probably coming back to us so it's been a good sign to see like a lot of repeat customers every week and now I I love them <laughs> I feel oh, like that's, nice. that's a, a great way to build community too you know when you move somewhere new and then you have like a spot where people keep coming back to and like that's where we met you so I feel like that's a really cool idea other other than moving and like getting a typical job where it's a bit isolating like I feel like you've grown in ways that you probably wouldn't imagine through like working too just yeah. really yeah, the market has brought so many like intangible benefits, like especially, yeah, that community, because that is probably one of the hardest things when moving and traveling, um, whether by yourself, I moved with my boyfriend. So that was helpful. But just like not having family or friends is tough and kind of scary. But yeah, having like the, the even the other vendors too, you become like a market family. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's nice too. Cause it's kind of like you're in the market and you're all kind of starting your own business. So you're kind of around like-minded people who also feel mm -hmm. are doing things that they feel super passionate about. So you're just kind of have a really good community. Totally. We inspire each other. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. I love that. <laughs> How would you say, cause I know beyond Coco Nana's, you've always been super interested with like health and wellness and you have a great story to tell there so how would you say that's Hawaii's inspired you to kind of live that lifestyle and then also wrapped into like Coco Nana's related to like spiritual wellness as well as like mental wellness and like community in Hawaii yeah well I am like my goal is to always be like connected with nature and that was one of my biggest intentions in moving here was to immerse myself more in nature. And I love like the tropical ecosystems. So that was a perfect fit. Um, being from Florida, I really cannot stand the cold. So <laughs> tropical it is. And I think there's like, that's kind of where my just diving into physical health and spiritual health, it starts with me realizing that we're connected with nature. So yeah, I just love to like observe what natural ecosystems do and how they thrive. And once you realize that you're connected to that, you can really like model it and see how it applies to your own life and how you can, yeah live like a thriving ecosystem 
And so that's, yeah, I like to get inspired by the nature here, um, going on walks often between working. Um, it was a big question, so now I'm reading it. <laughs> no, that's so true. And I feel like if people take a step back, like for the people listening to who are overwhelmed of like, where do I want to move to? What are my next steps? Like, I feel like that's a good stepping stone of like, what environments are you like interested in? Like you moved to Hawaii mm-hmm. for that connection, you know, to earth and to nature. And that's really. really been transformative in all aspects of your life. So I think that's a really good takeaway for the listeners of like, move to what's calling you, you know, and what you're interested in. And then from there, you've met other similar people, you started your business related to health. And like, that's taken off from choosing you know, somewhere warm or somewhere that you could be like connected to nature and all that. Totally. Yeah. I feel like once, as you like follow that, like inner, whatever the inspiration, the intuition, like that you're feeling, you're constantly being led to the next path. That's going to take you to the next one, which I know you guys have definitely experienced traveling, (laughs) meeting new people, meeting the same people. Yeah. It's nice to change your environment, but it's also nice to figure out what you like. Um, So for me, I'm from the cold, but you're from Florida and Hawaii. So I kind of feel like in my brain, I'm like, those are both tropical places to me. But what would you say, like some of the biggest contrasts you have found from living from Hawaii to Florida? Yeah, well, I am on the North Shore of Oahu, which is way less developed than where I lived Boca Raton, Florida. Um, so yeah, way less developed. So there's just basically a one lane road that's the little town, houses and such. Um, people are way more laid back because of the more country style lifestyle and being an island, island life, um, which I love. I love the small town feel because I I want to live more on like a farm and have yeah just like nature surrounding the neighborhoods and everywhere that I walk or drive around so yeah basically Boca is like a city and North Shore is way less developed (laughs) way more me (laughs) and I feel like that's important like that's one of my favorite parts about traveling and seeing a lot of places is that you find areas that you resonate with more and then you pick up pieces of each place that you go to that you really like and you want to find in another place and then you realize certain areas that you don't like as much so I feel like that's really great you're able to find that in Hawaii but I know it the island can be isolating and I I feel like we've chatted to you and some other people who like after a couple of months or a year or so like Hawaii and Oahu can have some like downfalls or parts where you might want to like go somewhere else. So have you found that at all? Or just like any parts of Hawaii life that you think are a bit like over glamorized or what has your experience been like? Yeah, for sure. It's, it, I think it's been two and a half years here, which is like, wow. Crazy. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, yeah. <laughs> I said that the other day. Yeah. The slow life catches up to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Literally. So yeah, I'm definitely feeling like I miss my family and I just want to be more connected with them. So 
that's definitely an intention this year is to visit them more to yeah go see them more in some type of way um and my whole reason for moving to Hawaii and post-college basically me and my boyfriend saved up money the last semester and then we shipped everything out and over here but my dream was to always just like go travel after college but it was still kind of COVID and a lot of like international places were still kind of like iffy so for some reason we just decided to yeah Hawaii was the move um so I still have like that itch to just like go travel and explore the world um and you guys definitely inspire me so much to do that Mm -hmm. so that's definitely something that I want to do this year is yeah, get off the island for a few months or so. And I feel like that will make me be more grateful for the island when I do come back and see it from a different perspective. But yeah, I am feeling the need to to get off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes life, it's like so slow there and it's so wonderful. But then sometimes you kind of crave like the more like busy or like kind of like active lifestyle and especially it is hard when you're so when it's the island so far from like family and just like kind of everything so it's not as easily accessible to travel so that I'm excited to see where you go this year though yeah <laughs> me too <laughs> and so I, I guess think- I would say about the the over glamorized I think when you're living here um jobs are like a, a struggle for most people because it's a little higher expenses than where most of us are from on the mainland. Um, And just being, maybe you don't have a lot of savings or whatnot. So a lot of people work multiple jobs, which also then takes away from the ability to go out and enjoy fully your experience here. So that's, I've been through phases where I'm working a lot, all seven days a week and I don't actually get to live in Hawaii and mm-hmm. and then there's other times where I can enjoy it but yeah that's been a balance that's such a good a good call out too because I feel like we talk about people don't see the other sides of like the highlight reel like you're often not posting like here's my seven day work week and you working in the behind the scenes you know so totally. people assume there's like this glamorized Hawaii life but they're not really seeing you working seven days a week or like the startups of Coco Nana's and how that came to be and the money you've had to put in and the time, you know? So I feel like a lot of times it's expensive there and people are actually working a lot. People just see like the other side of it, you know, like the, the photos and the, the rainbows and the sunsets, which it is, it's amazing and it's worth it. But I think it's good to like talk about the, the potential, like other sides of, you know, the reality of it. Yeah, and rent is super competitive here too. So when when you want to stay a little bit longer, it's definitely good to go on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace and actually get a place. Um, but they can be super competitive and expensive. Yeah, <laughs> especially in the winter time too, right? <laughs> and you're in the North Shore, and North Shore is just really expensive. So in terms of your next steps, what do you think? is next for you guys in terms of like Coco Nana's or other jobs that you've done on island do you think that's something that you're going to like continue or like you talked about working seven days so if if someone's looking to go to Oahu or Hawaii what are some things that like you've navigated yourself that you think other people could do if they like take that leap like you did 
Yeah. Well, um, I did ship my car here. So the first while I was able to do Uber Eats. And that was a great way to still have like the freedom of your schedule, but also obviously get around the island and explore. So there's also, yeah, there's cheap cars you could do that with um, if you're planning to stay a few months and then resell it. We had a friend who came and visited for three months, bought a little car and sold it and basically didn't lose any money because he sold it for the same price. Wow. So that was pretty cool. Um, and I mean, being in like, if you're going on the North Shore, Haliva, like there's so many little restaurants and shops that are hiring so you can work at like a cafe or something but I would also recommend saving up a bit like two months worth of rent beforehand so that you don't have to feel super stressed or overwhelmed and you can have some leeway once you get here to kind of do exploring for a week and then like okay where do I want to work where do I want to like get a place um that's what we did that that's super helpful um what else um yeah farmers markets are very easy approachable to start um I wouldn't say they're super big money makers but they're a great way to like meet the community and get connected in that way and also just I'm super creative and I love to do art but Food has definitely been a form of my art and expression, and yeah, it can be a fun, fun way to do that too. But. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people have trouble thinking outside the box, or it's good to hear like your examples of ways that you can work for yourself without like starting a huge like online business or something that seems really daunting. Like you started with a farmer's market business and found your passions with that. And then you also are doing like Uber Eats and other alternatives that I feel like people don't think about, you know, like if you're interested in trialing somewhere to live, like that's always an option, you know, if you have a car. Um, so that's awesome that you were able to do that. I I have a one other question that we like to ask people, your favorite quote, we had our other guest Jack on. Uh, and he wanted to share one of his favorite quotes and I'm sure you have a ton, but for the, the listeners, what is your favorite quote? Yeah, I thought, um, it's very fitting. So it's kind of almost like a little poem, but <laughs> we're like islands in the sea, separate on the surface, but connected in the deep. And I love that because yeah, I just believe we're all connected and yeah, it's, it's refreshing to remember that, like, there's a part of us in everyone and how you treat others is how you're treating yourself and to be kind. Um, I've never heard that one before. Like, that poem was the first like, time I've ever heard it. That I is so that. nice. I yeah. feel like it's out of, like, a little storybook. Right? <laughs> yeah. Story. Wait, yeah. I have another, I have another question because I see your posts and I feel like you'd have a really good one. What's your, or like, I know you're really into health and wellness. What's like a few journal prompts or your favorite journal prompt? Ooh. I feel like you'd have a good one. I don't know why. Uh-huh. 
Um, I definitely like base them off of like a certain theme. So like, depending on what your, what the journal prompt like session would be about, kind of. Um, but I think, okay, I can give you a little, a little rundown of like how, like you can do like goal setting or um, kind of just imagining the life you want to live and then taking the little steps to do that yeah that's cool I like that <laughs> I like that cool so it's called the be do have method and a lot of times we set our goals um to let's say we want to live this certain life we want to have like this house and then we'll be like happier once we have this amount of money then we're going to be satisfied and proud of ourselves. We're going to be confident. And with this method, it's like swapped. So you get to actually be that happy person, be that satisfied, fulfilled person now. And you don't have to wait till you have that tangible thing per se. So the have is like the end, the end goal. And so that's where you want to start. So I invite you to list out all the, the things that you wish to have in life, um, more tangible things. And then once you've completed that, you can tune into what are the different ways that you could approach it or that others have approached reaching these haves. And then, so you're going like layers deeper mm -hmm. and then the being. So this is like your identity. Um, who do you have to embody or what do you have to embody in order to do those things to have that goal? Interesting. And so like the being, the identity part is like the most important when you're changing like habits and you want to actually implement a habit in the long term because when you basically don't identify like let's say you're trying to be healthier but you still identify as more like unhealthy whatever mm -hmm. um, and you're still gonna think of yourself as an unhealthy person and therefore make those unhealthy choices but if you like identify with okay I'm I'm a healthy person. It, it just makes it easier and your mind is going to go for the healthy choice. Mm. And then there's another point. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the be and the do, um, the identity and then the doing would be like the habits that you Im are implementing and the habits that you choose are going to help you like re-identify with this new identity that you have to embody to do it to have it <laughs> cool I like that I feel like I've been setting goals wrong this whole time <laughs> like I just write it out and I'm like all right I'm not sure how I'm gonna get there but it's on paper but that makes a lot more sense yeah. you like actually put action towards it that's cool mm -hmm. yeah think about the person that like reaches that goal and then trying to figure out ways that you can embody that person in your everyday life I love that. It's more, it's more tangible. It's not just like an out there goal. Yeah. 
<laughs> it sounds like you need to write like a, a planner or goals journal. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow we'll have like a little journal session going. Yeah, I love it. That's Aww. awesome. Well, Lizzie, how can people get in touch with you moving forward? Like, I'm sure there's a lot of people who want to reach out or any services that you provide or how can they get in touch? Yeah, Instagram is definitely where I'm most active on social media. Um, it's at Lizzie underscore shut with two T's. And yeah, I also do... Um, like co-run a mindfulness account it's at sacred treehouse and do a lot more like mindfulness education mindful living tips um things on that and i would love to give your listeners a free month we've been developing like a a mindfulness membership um since last fall yeah so there's definitely like different like guided meditation practices in there um, different themed master classes um, and yeah you can join live calls too once a week to like do a group meditation so wait that's so nice of you yeah that's great we'll tune in awesome amazing well thank you so much Lizzie I'm sure you'll be getting a lot of followers and questions on Instagram and I hope that everyone takes advantage of that generous month offer I will um I will too <laughs> what a surprise so I know that's a surprise for us <laughs> so great having you um and everyone that's listening next week's episode is going to be on remote work so we're going to talk about how to find remote work remote work titles that you can look for if you're looking to find a job before you go away um, and then some companies that are actively hiring for people remote so tune in it will be a great episode um, and we're excited to see you all next week thanks everyone